and we're back. Uh, we had to take a piss break, but we're back now, and uh, we're just finishing up our conversation here with Logan, the mullet-ridden weirdo from Yuba <laughs> City. He's like a good kid. Uh, I don't know. I never shot a bull elk with a bow or anything else for that matter, so I don't know. Pretty cool kid. I'm glad you came on. Uh, well, I'm glad you guys had me. I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm good fun yeah keep in keep in touch with the podcast man i want to i want to hear about uh to i gotta be honest with you i got i got a whole bunch of stories if you want to keep having me well, i just got more questions like to be about the refuge stuff yeah like, we know yeah, how we, we do it we just deep into that, yeah you know the introduction, um, i guess of logan i mean technically we could almost just do a you know a little keep going on it maybe make this too do a two-parter? A two-parter, yeah. I, well, I ain't against that. You know, this guy, I guarantee he ain't got nothing to do. Make you got a girlfriend? Yeah, I got to take it. Really? Break. I do. I'm going on strong almost, what, almost two years now? Really? That's yes, cool. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. Dad rich? Yeah. Awesome. That's good. <laughs> Even better. Yes, that's cool, mommy, man. Mommy and daddy. Yeah. Oh, that's that's how you pick them, man. You good know, for you. The, I, I got a story for you. Their house is, east, is in East Nick, and it backs up to a rice field. And when I wasn't hunting a refuge or I wasn't hunting a blind, I was throwing six decoys out there in the corner of a pond, and I'd shoot a limit almost every single time. That's cool, man. So That's kind that of was, that yeah, was you're looking fucking for. awesome. She don't have a sister, does she? She does. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm an old man, but uh, no, that's good for you. That's good for you. That's how you pick them, man. So, no. See, I'm a big Dodge guy. Dodge trucks not challenges he, he likes meeting mechanics uh, yeah, well i mean yeah tow truck drivers and mechanics you'll hey, get to know plenty of them you know hey uh, my dad's a ford guy and he's got a 6.0 and oh that's been a ride yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. Ford, 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 your skin is burning right now yeah now i don't have the deep-seated hatred for a ford that i do for dodges um I, I'm not a fan of Fords. They, I mean, I love them because they keep us in business. I mean, we, right. I mean, ninety <laughs> percent of our light duty work is Fords. My, um, my dad, when he first got that truck, um, blew it up on the way to Fort Bragg, towing a trailer, and now after very 10 common years, story yep. of a Ford. Yep. Now, ten years later, that truck is the most built truck I've ever seen, and that thing runs like a dream. After what? However much shitload of money you got to put in them fuckers. Oh, yeah, all the bulletproof kit and, you know, all the stuff that Ford don't make. you got to buy from somebody else that did the work their engineers should have done. Yeah, all that stuff, I know. I only own one Chevy. I mean, I don't technically own it. It's my grandpa's, but I drive it a lot. It's a 77 K20. That's a pretty cool truck. Yeah, that's a little square body. All you mullet, big sunglass kids love them square bodies. And you know what's even better? I'm putting a Cummins in it. Of course you are. <laughs> Nothing else better to do. What's in it now? A 350 or something? Or? 400. Ah. Yeah. Seven yeah. miles a gallon. Yeah. Right. Whether you're towing or driving or what, seven yeah. miles a gallon. I mean, I I, I think it's kind of cool, those coming swaps. Uh, a guy I worked with did this years ago, but he was he was doing no 5.9. He put no. an 8.3 in it. No. Big industrial engine. Yeah. And at the time, it was a nobody was doing this. Right. This was way before you diesel bros were a <laughs> thing. I don't even watch those guys. <laughs> well, I'm using that right. as a broad right. term, right. but yes, nobody drove diesels back then. But this guy did. And it was a cool deal he did. He it was a bunch of work to make that thing fit in there because an eight three is an industrial mm-hmm. engine. He put in a freaking pickup, but it was cool. Right. So anyway, Robert's gonna fall asleep. We keep talking about <laughs> these homoerotic freaking <laughs> diesel stuff because Robert uh, hates vehicles of all kinds pretty much or what you just rather walk places or <laughs> <laughs> oh now the young kids talking <laughs> <laughs> look who you started john <laughs> i got kids this guy's age and he's talking crap what right the hell is going on he fishes he shoots freaking ball elk with he's <laughs> <laughs> about to fire me and hire him <laughs> This loser, your co-host here, drove a 95 <laughs> Civic for a number of years. Uh, Robert is very frugal. Frugal, yes. And it's a it's a great trait. Me, right. on the other hand, I'm not. But uh, that's not a good trait. <laughs> but Robert's also never been divorced. He's uh, never filed bankruptcy. I don't think. Have you? No. <laughs> I've never even paid a bill late. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
I'm just happy being 19. I'm not on that tier system yet. How you not, huh? Oh, he's oh, your mom and dad are still married and everything? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's off the tier system. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't even touched it yet. It seems like you're trying to get to it by your... Uh, your bleach jeans, your uh, mullet, jeans. your uh, uh-huh. your your shitty truck you enjoy <laughs> out here. I don't know. It seems like you're trying to get to the tier <laughs> system, but I think it's called being a broke young adult. <laughs> yeah, it's respectable. At least oh, it's I agree. No, it seems like a good kid. Uh, no, I'm happy. I, you know, I. How did you guys meet, by the way? Pizza restaurant. Really? Yep. And he said he was doing a podcast, and I was like, no shit. I got a lot of stories. Yeah, you know, I was, it was early on in our podcasting, and I was, well, I mean, I don't know how you are, but I, so uh, some of my some of my best duck hunting friends, uh, one of my best duck hunting friends, he's he's in our club, and we used to work together, and we were in a in the locker room one time, and John, this isn't going the direction that you hope it's going, so calm down. <laughs> I, 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 see, <laughs> I see you're sweating right now. You can calm that down. Well. <laughs> Getting really excited. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, one of us had like you know like the Max Four. Remember that? Oh yeah, that cam- yeah, like hat or something. Early like that camo. on camo. Yeah. Oh, early on. <laughs> my word. I love that. The Max Four was like the first one that I really liked. You hear this kid early? Oh, old yeah, school camo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like basically the stuff friggin' the Marines friggin' charge. You know. Harwell with, but uh, but you know we we're talking, you know just hey you duck hunt oh yeah you know I mean I'm always like that with duck hunter right. I spot a duck hunter from a mile away oh yeah yeah I try to convert everybody I meet into a duck hunter really yep well if you if they ever go it's easy to do oh yeah. I don't know anyone that's gone and been like oh this sucks no, no. I mean unless they unless it's like a bad day to go right, right? right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, most people, you know, like say, there's. I've seen some people that's just not for them. They don't understand why you would get up and you know go out there in the freezing cold and sit out there for, and a lot of them taste like fish pills. You know, they don't get it. But only spoonies. Yeah, yeah there's a fair amount of divers that aren't very. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> Second, I, I, well, Michael Tran though, my one, he loves them divers. He I, says, yeah, I heard about that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Now I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but I heard he he shoots some. Uh, Maybe he even broadens it outside of divers. Oh, yeah. So you no, yeah. Shoot coots. He'll oh. shoot coots. He'll shoot, yeah, all the divers are his favorite. He don't really like the puddle ducks. He actually targets all the divers and coots. Mm. Yeah. Right, he spends a lot of time on Grizzly Island. Yeah, Grizzly Island, YOLO. <laughs> um, he'll venture north here and there. He, Orville Wildlife Area is one of his favorite <laughs> spots. <laughs> yeah, he'll do a lot of that. Spenceville, he'll go try out there to uh, jump shoot the yeah. creek out there. Yeah, he, uh, he's an opportunist, you know. I heard there's a good wood duck population out there. Is there real? Yeah. I've heard it. Well, I, I lived in Smartsville for years, and I used to work nights. And so I had Monday mornings off, and I was, you know, awake. And I'd go out there, and I never really shot shit. You know, I jump shoot a couple of things. There's come ponds out there, the wood duck pond it's called, and I don't remember. I mean, I shot a couple birds out there over the years, but nothing major. You know, jump shooting's not for me. I can't. I can't do it. I don't run. I don't. I don't hustle. That's why I was a catcher in baseball. I didn't. I didn't have to run. I had to squat the whole time. It was nice and easy. Really? Yep. Dude, so uh, years ago. And I, I used to have photos. I probably still have photos somewhere on my Google Drive because like, I uploaded like, like my old photos. photos. Oh, <laughs> the olden days, black and white. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. sounds like my kids. Dude. I know, I know. It's like, dude, I, yeah, we're a little punk, dude. <laughs> like, oh, I got kids older than him. Yeah, one of my one of my kids told me one time. He goes, "The olden days, like the 1990s." Yeah, <laughs> way said, back. Yeah, I said, dude, the 1990s were not the olden days. No, no calm no. it down. <laughs> but uh, no, this was like. I don't know, 10 or 12 years ago, but uh, I was hunting off Sankey Road, and when I, I took the uh, Garden Highway back, you know how you can go, Yeah. if you keep going west, mm-hmm. you can hit Garden Highway, go by like uh, Verona, Yeah. take right. that way. It's a cool ride. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I saw these two, well, I saw a truck, there's a grind of geese sitting on the field, and they they were grinding, a bunch of geese sitting on the field, I see this truck with a boat on a trailer and it's just pulled on the side of the road 
and I I just park up on that levee and I and I look and there's two dudes belly crawling from the road <laughs> towards that <laughs> towards that grind and I'm like taking pictures of them and I just want to watch and yeah. see what happens right yeah. I'm like oh these dudes are like I mean they definitely they have permission to yeah. there, right like they're just driving down the road and you know get this bright idea that we're gonna we're gonna shoot these birds exactly so I, I well, this this couldn't been that long ago because I was texting the photos to my wife. So, yeah. was, so you know, you could still text photos right. then. So, probably, uh, probably ten or twelve years. Yeah. It's been around for it's a while. Been around a while. And uh, so I'm like sending her photos. Like, hey, check this out. Look at these two dudes. Like they're gonna try to, they're trying to sneak up on these geese, and uh, they didn't make it. Now before those geese got up, they're smart. It's yeah. hard to sneak up on them like that, man. No, because you get one bird all worried. That's and all it takes. They'll yeah. Follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's one of the crazier things I've seen in, in the rice. Uh, another time I was, I was hunting out here, and John, I think you know this one, when I saw a dude, because we hunt by this kind of main road in the in D10 area, and this dude uh, pulled over, got out of his SUV, blasted a speck, hopped the canal, grabbed it, put it back in his, in his car, haul and, and hauled ass. Yeah. I remember one time we were on a guided goose hunt out there in uh, Maxwell. Mm-hmm. And um, sent by those dryers out there. I forget what highway that is. Uh, anyways, is so it five. It is five. No, it's a smaller highway. Oh, what's the one that goes through Maxwell? Is that still twenty? Uh, I'll have to check. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We it should know be better, but I don't know the west side know. very well. Brad Jones would know. We don't. Know. Yeah. But anyways, we're sitting up there, and um, about half the day we're going. I mean, we probably have like fifty snow goose for ten guys out already. And we're doing pretty good. And all of a sudden, we hear pop, 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 pop. Some guys went into our field right next to us and just jumped all the birds, and our hunt was over. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, there was like six of these guys just firing shots in that direction while they were grabbing their birds. Man, them guides must have been pissed. Oh, they huh? were they were livid. They were livid. Wow. We brought home, what did I bring home? We did, I brought home 10, 10 snows and eight specks, something oh, like that's that. That's a pretty good day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could we could have had more if they never jump shot them, but that's still it pretty good. Fifteen day. snows. What is it? Thirty? I've never shot a snow limit. Nah, me I don't, I don't. I don't think there's a lot of people that shoot snow limits. There's and some. For there's sure, some, yeah. but no, I don't think there's a lot. Um, we don't shoot that many of them. We. I mean, last year we did with the monkey pox. Oh, the monkey but, pox uh, was awful. <laughs> yes, it was, was horrible. Out where I work in the irrigation district, I'd find dead snows all over the place. Yeah, it was bad, man. It was bad. Luckily, it didn't get. Seemed like it got in the specs at all. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one speck that was. It would start just twirling its head and going crazy. And I just walked to it too, and I had to snap its neck. I just put it's it out of its sad. misery. I hated seeing it. Yeah, it's it's awful. Well, yeah. as for as uh, as many as there are snow geese out there, they're they're kind of evasive. You gotta mm-hmm. yeah. you gotta have the right setup for them to really right. get big groups in. Right. Yeah. 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 We don't target them. I mean, we're after the specks and the well, ducks. Specs wow. just taste better too, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I think ninety-nine percent of the people would agree mm. with you. Well, Michael Tran, he probably likes snow goose better, but he probably likes snows. <laughs> if scalp. you do, if yeah. you do it right, I'm a big like sweet and spicy type of dude. Yeah, and that's basically all how I cook all my rubs. But if I I got this secret mix for my for my snow goose, and it makes it just taste just like a speck. Really, it's it's delicious. I'm gonna try that out. So. And then I, what I like to do is um, I'll get some goose meat ground up, like snow goose meat, and I'll put it in a breakfast burrito. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I get some egg in there mm-hmm. and some hot sauce. And yeah. Yeah. And you blend it. Yeah, that's... Cause you can always make it edible, you know? Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, didn't you want to ask him some more questions about the right. refuge, Robert? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we talked... To Part one. This is like part two here. but <laughs> part two. We, we wanted to go more into the, like, the red, what it's like right. out there. I mean, he said about the skyscraping, about just the... Well, uh, what, what kind of birds are you shooting? Like, like let's say last season, like the 22, well, 23 shoot. What refuge you want? Uh, you want to talk about Grey Lodge? Sure, yeah. Grey Lodge was mostly teals, widgeons, and spoonies. All right. You did get sprigs every once in a while, but late in the afternoon. Okay. Um, morning shoots were priority um, teals. All right. And um, widgeon. Um, but for some reason, all those ducks love landing into mallards out there in Grey Lodge. 
So my main setup was just mallard decoys. When I was hunting by myself, I'd run 12 mallards and six widgeon. That's all I would run, and four specks. Now you bring a refuge, do you bring a stool out there, or do you just stand in the tulies? What's, what's your deal? I bring deal? a stool. Yeah? Yeah, I'll just, got one of those little banded blind seats, and I'll sit in the stool, yeah. And I got some cover, I got some PVC pipe, and I'll wrap like this like tule camo cover thing around it, so I got a little higher area to sit up in. Have you seen those Momarsh blinds? Those like single man blinds? Those things look kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking, I would have I freaking bought one of them back in the day. Yeah. I might have to look into that because, you know. It's like an elevated seat and yeah. it's like a, um, uh, it's like half a um, layout blind. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like you lay out the first, like the upper half of your body. Mm-hmm. So you brush it up and you can sit out there. Yeah. They got one that got like a little cover over it. almost looks like right. a friggin', you know, poolside chair or something. Right. But it's meant to hide out there. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. And um, when it comes to December time for Grey Lodge, I run six mallards and a mojo and that's it. That's all I run. And maybe throw, and then, of course, my four specs. Because uh, I got four specific specs that I like to use for the refuge. Because my theory has always been is if you're running specs, it's, specs are so sensitive to everything. Right. So if it's if the birds will see specs like kind of maybe 40 yards away from the ducks, they think it's a safe place because the specs are right there. There's always, and I've always had great luck from it. That's cool. So it's kind of, this last year hunting Grey Lodge, I figured out a lot of what works and what doesn't work. And whatever works for Grey Lodge, it's always worked for me and Sutter, Howard, Lano. LDC, even sack. Now, when do you start uh, this last season? When do you start getting the uh, widgeon in? November, December. So that we didn't get the widgeon yeah. like we normally do this year. Usually, up by Sutter, we did one a little yeah, bit, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. But then it was kind of like they were here and gone. I think Usually we have them through the end of the year, and this year we didn't. D10, we don't think we really ever got them in no. big numbers. I think these birds were really just hopping ponds, going from non like non hunting clubs, just private rice fields. Ah, because um, it was like they would. F- I don't know if it, what it is, but they would fly the same pattern every almost every single time. Like I could see them come in, and you pop one or two. So I don't know if they were like birds just from the same pond, like just that stayed in the area. Or there's a lot of widgeon out there. It's all the water we had. I mean, they were everywhere. You know what I mean? They well, it's a weird season, right? We started off like no water. Right. And then all that rain came. Yeah, exactly. We started flo- like some of those fields that were fallowed flooded up and yeah. had a ton mm-hmm. of birds. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a great year for us. It was our best year to date in our club, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a little weird. It was like a light switch, though, when that's once they flooded that bypass for D10. Right. Yeah. How did it go in the refuges when the bypass flooded? There's all that water. Obviously, Sutter is a no-go for yeah, you because shut down. Yeah, Sutter was closed. Sutter, I hated that Sutter was closed. I mean, Sutter was open for hardly at all last they, Yeah, season. they opened late. They closed early. It, it was it, open. I hunted it twice this season. Yeah. And last season, I was probably there almost. If I wasn't hunting Grey Lodge, I was every other weekend. So, it was nice. Um, but Sutter kind of shot slow this year. We had birds, but they just didn't want to like work low. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, you would, you could definitely see them coming in, and they get cupped, and then probably about halfway down, they, like, just hop over the levee and go into private. And I'm like, I don't know why. So yeah, they I just, know where they're going. Oh, yeah. Right right over yeah. to you. Yep. Um, fucking <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> but for, for, I didn't shoot, I, I shot one speck at Grey Lodge this last year, and I was hunting the east side, and usually that's probably more... I guess that's more um, that's more goose side, I guess, east side, because you're getting them from the golf course over that way. Oh, so, yeah. Right, and so, and all those geese, like, love to land on that golf course because it's private and nobody will touch them. And then they'll come over like that honker did. And But I only shot one speck, and he was blind in both eyes. Really? Yeah, blind in both eyes. Wow. It's fine, but maybe. He came in, I don't know what he sensed, but he came in with another speck, and there was just two of them, and I dumped him. And I went up to him, and he's like, I think he was sick. I think he had that disease, that whatever fucking bird flu, whatever they had or whatever. And But he lo- he just looked awful. I mean, he looked, his eyes were real, like, um, like gray gray and yeah. shadowy. Uh, and yeah. It's like the snow geese. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was, I never, I just threw that bird away when I got home. I didn't want to eat it. It looked pretty bad. Like, I got it. 
when I went to go breast it out, it had like white worms in its breast and everything. Uh, yeah. So uh, that rice breast is rough. They yeah. say it's edible, but I, uh, I, I never ate one. I had a, I had a. Seems like the mallards get them a lot. A sprig too. Yeah. I had a year where I got a, I got three or four sprigs that had that rice breast. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah I just I hate wasting a bird, but I don't want to eat something worse. that's healthy, unhealthy. That I think I I agree that I you know I don't want to eat a <laughs> rice breast bird. No, <laughs> can't blame you there, man. Put parasites right on the fork. Exactly. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, maybe I should. I might lose some weight. I get maybe a tapeworm or something. That might help. Well, that's how you die. I think. <laughs> 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 you got no more duck hunting in you. I know your uh, your farmer's light's only 99 calories, but you drink enough of them. It adds up, John. Yes, it does. Yes, I'm on a, about a 10,000 calorie a day diet, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to eat something too at some point. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I love food. I'm a big spicy chicken sandwich kind of guy. Really? Yeah. Yep. Spicy chicken sandwiches. Um, it's nice. But no, refuge hunting. It was just. Grey Lodge was, I think Grey Lodge, from what I heard, Grey Lodge shot really good this year once the rain started coming in. Interesting. So it was slow in November, it was, it picked up in December, and then January was great. Oh really, it didn't? Mm-hmm. Really? Because lots of times, uh, once they flood the bypass, they, they all split and they head south. January was pretty good. Yeah, we hunted Christmas Eve actually, and we shot a limit Christmas Eve, so that was fun. At Grey Lodge? Yeah. That's cool. So it's kind of like my buddy and I kind of just want to make that a tradition now. Go out on Christmas Eve and well, as long as it's a weekend or a Wednesday, you can yeah, do that. Yeah. Right. So even if it's not, I'll go shoot a shoot the bypass or something. Yeah. So you get a bunch of geese that fly over there. Maybe duck every once in a while. At least in Sutter, I've never really shot well at the Sutter bypass for ducks. I'm probably just not doing it right. Uh, no, it's tough shooting there. Yeah. I, first wood duck I ever shot was on the bypass. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Or the bypass. That's a pretty cool area. I've never been out there, Ducks. I mean, it seems cool. But, you know, you better know what you're doing in a boat if you're out there when it's flooded, you know? Right. Well, we've talked about, like, you know, uh, for boat hunting. A lot of guys in California, they got that whole Delta waterfowl thing going on. Like, yeah. the, the Delta. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. Here it's pretty territorial. We'll have to get someone on sometime yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, like I say, I think we've asked for If there's anybody that hunts the Delta that wants to talk to us, we'd love to freaking talk to you. Because that's... I got a little bit of experience in a lot of the state. Right. Not yeah, all of it. You've, well, you've hunted pretty far north. You've uh, yeah. hunted grasslands. Yeah. But I have nothing to do with the Delta. And I, I'd love to talk to somebody that that's like bread and butter, you know. Because, I mean, that's very good <laughs> duck hunting down there, you know. I follow a guy on Instagram that's a Delta hunter and... Uh, they get some good birds there. No, they do. They get a lot and good birds. It's hell a cool area, too. You know, I've just driven through there and stuff, but, I mean, it's, it looks cool, you know. Reminds yeah. me of, like, the Mississippi Delta type, you know, just water everywhere. It looks mm-hmm. cool. I wonder how you hunt that with your decoys. Like, you just get really long, like... Well, I think that's what we do. We, we hunt up, I would assume. Or they... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, and that current that current's got to push those around no matter what. You would think. They got floating pines and stuff, and uh, I assume they're going to, you know, somewhere where it's kind of marshy, where mm-hmm. it's shallower, because, I mean, what are you going to get if it's deep water, a bunch of divers, so, mm-hmm. and they're, all the pictures I see, they're not shooting just divers down there, no. so. Well, I know, like, well, we the, figure it out one day. Yeah. The river hunters are big, big water hunters that are hunting off of boats, like, it's not decoy line, they got them, like, on rope. They, yeah, they call mm. it something, like, like a big rope on I a I forget spool. the name of it, but, and like, even in the ocean, they'll just, they'll be all on a line. Right. They just tell, mm-hmm. they, they call it a, uh, I can't, I mean, they're just hooked up to the boat or something? Yeah, they got oh, it, they're okay. all, you know, they'll be six foot down on like one right. road, like a gang rig, I think they call it. Okay. And they'll just do that, and it's all on one rope, and they'll be, yeah. I don't know, there's that one dude, I don't remember his name, Charlie something, that does those guided hunts on the bay, and I think he does something like that. I'd, I'd try it out sometime. Yeah, I, I wonder when the peak it. of their season is. Yeah, I don't yeah. know anybody that hunts the Bay or the Delta, really. Yeah, me neither. No. It's a world away from us. I mean, it's right. very close. It's only like a three-hour drive. It's but just a whole is. different ballpark <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That one dude, I forget his name. It's something Charlie, but he uh, he does them on the Bay, and I think that would be fun. I don't know where he launches out of, but that would be pretty cool. I think he's a little pricey, but... Uh, It'd be cool to do. What, yeah. 
everything is in this world, oh, right? Damn right. And they got to make a living. I get yeah. it. We all, you know. But yeah, uh, maybe, maybe one day I'll learn how to guide. I just don't ever want to get away from duck hunting, so. I, you know, I've always been, you know, this is a 365-day-a-year passion. Mm-hmm. I would always think that the guiding would take my love of it away. You, you know think what I mean? so? You're out there every day. You're not shooting. You're dealing with, you know, some people are cool. You're dealing with a lot of, mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that's why I, I'd never cross my mind to try to do that. Because it's like, no, this is my, it's mine. It's not, right. you know. I guess I guess the only thing that would keep me from doing it is teaching's like the hardest part for me. Like, I don't want to teach. Like, I just want to shoot, you know. Like, yeah. but you, I guess you can't really shoot when you guide a lot anyways. But no, like, that's what I'm saying. Right. It don't sound like a very appealing job. Right. You know? But a lot of unexperienced guys, I guess, go to guides, and I don't want to, and I just don't think I have the patience to deal with unexperienced people. Well, we've, t- we've talked about it before. Like, if, if I was to move out of state to somewhere that I have no waterfowl experience, like, I'd be hitting mm-hmm. up guides my first oh, year, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just to learn kind of how, because everything's different. How right. you hunt here is going to be different than how you hunt another right. state. And we and we don't have like say you went to Louisiana, ten, that, that's all timber hunts. I don't I don't know a world about timber hunting. Yeah, it's know? very different than here. Yeah, but I, then, I'd like to do it sometime. Mm-hmm. I would too. Yeah. Shit, I I got an invite to go down to teal season Did next you? year. Yeah, that's right. Because difference they have early teal season, huh? Yeah, September. Yeah, it's like right after dove. This guy John mm. I met hunting in Mexico, super nice guy. His wife was cool. They're good people. Hell of solid folks and. They live down there, and he told me, yeah, you want to come down? We'll yeah. see. I got a lot going on. I got to go to Sharon's graduation and everything, mm-hmm. but yep. it was oh, very man. generous to him to even offer, right. you know. I want to learn more about that Mexico hunting, maybe get involved in that. It's pretty cool, so. man. All I got to do is pay a bunch of money and go drink beer, shoot ducks. And well, sounds like a good time to me. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta do it sometime. Are they? Are, do they count limits over there? Or? Oh yeah, do no, they? A, they follow all the rules. Okay. I mean, just the limits are way more generous than here. Oh, okay. But you figure they have way less hunters. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm no, not. They, they follow the rules. It was where I was at. It was twenty. Where I'm going next year is thirty a day. Really? Right. Yeah. And that's the that's the thirty. Yeah. Whoa. And then you do dove in the afternoon. Holy cow! Do they have? Dude, your shoulders are gonna be sore. I think it will be. Yeah. Do they have, like, you got to have that, um, yeah, can you only shoot three shells or can you shoot as many as you want? No plugs and you're no shooting plugs. lead. You're lead shooting too? Yeah. Do they offer shells down there as well? Yeah. Okay. You don't bring a gun or nothing. Right. I mean, okay. I guess you probably could, but it, and they're all Benelli's. They're all good guns. Okay. And they give you four boxes of shells and a little bag and a bottle of water and you go out. When you're done okay. with your shells, you're done. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's not... It's almost like cheating, because it's... You're not hiding, you're not right. blind. I mean, you're out there in shorts and Crocs. Well, you're hiding a little bit, but, I mean, you're hunting... Like, I'll show you some pictures when we're done. Okay. I mean, there's little mud holes. Really? And then they're just piling in there, one after another. But it's it's a lot of fun. And then it's... I recommend everybody got to do it at least once. Dude, a lot of Americans retire in Mexico. Like, could you imagine doing that? Like, you're retired and you just spend, like, you waterfowl hunt there? That'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would, I, I mean, I love Mexico. It's so much fun. I I love it. I mean, I've only been to Maslon. <clears throat> I haven't been anywhere else in Mexico, but I love it. It's, people are cool. Food's good. Had no, I was never felt unsafe or anything. It was a lot mm. of fun. So I've always wanted to do uh, Canada as well, but like it's almost like two two totally different, you know, North American hunting experiences. Yeah, and I guess now they're doing a quota on American hunters up there. Did you hear about that? I did. Yeah. yeah. Remember we almost went that one year. That, yeah. oh, no, it was 2019. We're we're at a fundraising dinner. Oh, and, and, about to and we were hella close to winning. That would have been so cool. Well, except the hunt would have been 2020. Yeah. And then it would have shut down, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of worked out that we didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. That were, whoever won that, poor guys, man. Mm. They probably yeah. still haven't gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess you don't have to have the vaccine or nothing to go now. No, they're uh, open now. But uh, yeah, I, I, we, we got to go up there at some point. You know, I mean, it's uh, yeah, I definitely want to do the the prairie hunting up there. Yeah, yeah. We're at some point we got to. Everybody says how cool it is. And 
the people are super cool. You know, it's all like rural America type people, but they're Canadians. Yeah. You know. Culture Wall, man. That yeah, guy's from Canada. Yeah. Did he yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. I don't know, John. I think you've got to start chewing the Southern Blood in Copenhagen. What, do I start talking like you and have this phony Southern accent? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to grow a mullet next? No. <laughs> uh, one day I'll have I do a need some like you. I, I want one that curls out, though. I don't want to really? have no handlebars. I want to curl. fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> Well, half the time I'm in a cowboy I get a lot of talk about my better. fucking mustache. I, I don't know mustache. why. I, 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 there's a freaking tier three at work that did a Sandbeck tribute mustache. <laughs> <laughs> tribute mustache. Yes, he thought I was going to bring him up the tier system. I said, I didn't tell him, dude. I feel like action's bringing you up that tier system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, well, this guy has zero work ethic. He's an idiot. He's probably not going to be there very long. But yeah, he came in there thinking that, oh, yeah, I'll do this. I'm going to move up, man. Because I actually made an exemption for him because I said, he's not a criminal. But I said, you're such a loser. You're a 2.9. <laughs> okay. I get you're not, you've never been arrested, but I don't care. You're hella white trash. The arrest yeah. is pending. Yeah. I, it, you would think he's an older guy. I think he's, he's pretty close to my age, but he just, uh, I mean, he's got all the characteristics. Yeah. It's all there, you know, mm. and then he thinks he's going to try to, you know, move up the list by, you know, doing a Sandbeck tribute mustache. Nice try, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. hella funny, though. Yeah. Then he, he's stupid enough to take a picture and post it on Facebook. And then just got blasted by everybody. Oh John's like, nobody can rock this <laughs> handlebar mustache but me, <laughs> goddammit. I didn't say anything, but I wasn't <laughs> everybody else. But yeah, it was funny. So, so um, well, no, what do you want to know more about the refuge, Robert? You know, I got all the answers for you. <laughs> <laughs> Good, all right. We're going to do GPS coordinates after this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you my phone. You're going to go Google Maps, <laughs> and then you're going to mark all the spots that you've killed the limit. No. So the deal is that, that you can only put in at one state refuge, so you can do like federal and state, cause like Sutter's federal, right? Yes, and one, one federal, one state. Oh, yes. okay. And it's frowned upon nowadays, but everybody does it. Like it's not illegal, and like they still let you do it. But the state operates the federal refuges, don't they? Isn't it state employees that are like working the I check station? I think so. I, I mean, they're running DFG stuff. I think it, it, it is, it's, but it's there. It just goes by rules at that point. They um. In a way, I think it's good, and I, I mean, I remember hauling ass around, dude, you know, you're, oh, shit, we put in here, put in here, and yeah, then, but this before, you had, you know, the right. list that they put online right. on Snapchat or whatever. Yeah, where do they put the list now? Are people putting it online? I just, I just checked the check station. I don't know. Oh, don't so know you're not on those online things where people are posting the I pictures I remember when it first them? started, yeah. you know, you'd run around and find your best number, and then now it's like, oh, you don't got to drive up back there. You can just look on this. Anybody that knows where the list is, contact me on Instagram, Logan Rasmussen <laughs> 7, so I can know where that's at. I'm tired <laughs> of hauling ass out there just to look at a list. So, so this thing that was so groundbreaking for us, when they started posting online, this fucking kid doesn't even know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, I have no idea where to check. Like I've checked. I would say Facebook. Well, you probably don't even have Facebook, right? For Marketplace, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, why I have Facebook. Uh, okay. I love shopping on There's, Marketplace. There's, uh, I think they put it on a bunch of the the sites. They might, there. but I just can't ever find it. Really? So, I. No, it sucks. Well, John can find it. The problem is he's been kicked off all the waterfall sites. <laughs> It, it, you know, it's it's my cross to bear, but some of these guys, man, they're just assholes. So I I do a fair amount of fight. I do most of my online fighting on Twitter. I'm but, not a, uh, I'm not a Twitter guy. I've never gotten into Twitter. I got Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook. That's it. Yeah, I I have Twitter, but I like it's completely uh, has nothing to do with my personal life. There's no right. pictures of me. This is full on combat. Is the only reason I have Twitter. <laughs> You know, it's, uh, I don't even go on there much, but yeah, there's, you would never find me on there if you tried. Right. Because it's, yeah, it's full on war. You know, I'll look at little pop of articles and author will say all this crazy left wing stuff and then I'll Google them on Twitter and then I'll friggin' go after them. When yeah, they okay. write this article and all, like all their misspelled words and everything and like, you know, how horrible their point is. It, it's funny. It's crazy. You know, there's people that will write back to you. I'm some moron. I'm nobody. And they get all mad and messaging. Right. Like, I don't know, kind of fun. I'm just happy I haven't ran into um, anybody that doesn't like hunting. I haven't had to have that topic of conversation yet. 
I yeah. Like, I feel like I would make a very a person very mad if I had that conversation because I'm a very outspoken person. Thing is, is if you do, you gotta kind of chill because you don't want to give them what they're looking for. Right. For you to be, you know, the white trash idiot spitting Copenhagen in a can and you know yelling at them, calling right. them names or whatever. You gotta be really chill right. with it. It's respect. I and guess. it's like, and it's not that you respect them. I have right. respect for them. None of their their opinions aren't based on fact, and they're right. wrong. But at the same time, they would just love nothing more than to be like, "This hunter guy told me what a dumb bitch I am," and you know, kicked my Prius and then drove <laughs> off and friggin' rolled coal on me. You know, <laughs> so it just you got to deal with it. You can do right. a little snide. I get a little snide with it, but you don't. You know, I don't deal with a lot, but we talked about some of the previous podcasts mm-hmm. and crazy right. hippie gals right. hollering at us. No, uh, just happy it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, you live in a good area for that. Exactly. I mean, that's just pretty primo duck hunting area, honestly. It is pretty yeah. good around here. A lot of good folks. I mean, you look as far as the horizon sees, you see rice fields. Yeah, it's cool living in the middle of rice country. It's I like probably, it. honestly, my favorite view too. As soon as the sun comes up, like right when it's about to come up, you get that orange tint in the rice with it still being dark with the silhouettes of your decoys and ducks flying in. It's probably my favorite, like wholesome time. It's pretty good, man. Do I agree? That's part of why we all do this, man. And you know, everything's about the trigger pull. But there's right. so much more to it. You there's know, a lot that goes into it. I don't think a lot of people understand that, like you just said. You know, they're just oh, I'm gonna shoot my gun. I'm gonna shoot some duck. No, there's so much more into it. You respect the animal. You respect your hunt, you know. It's all in it. It creates a lot of self-discipline, I guess, too. Well, just getting up early for, exactly. you know, 90 well, yeah, days just, straight. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's hella dirt bags that mm-hmm. can't get out of bed before 11, yeah. you know what I mean? So, uh, no, that's good. It's nice to see a young guy like you that's, you know, you know, this is what's going to keep this thing going, right. you know. So. And that's why I try to pass it on, too, because I look around now and, Guys like my age or the generation that's coming up to you, they, they don't know nothing about it. They're all, they sleep in, like you said, till 11, and nobody knows. And it just goes all into play, you know. Hunting, I guess, just creates great life lessons in general. You know, it's not all about the pursuit of the animal, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it so. makes sense to me. Yeah, it's not. There's so much more work that goes into mm-hmm. it, and it's the dedication to something, you know. And no. dude, dude, sleep in till 11, my word. I can't remember the last time. I'm, I'm, I'm up at 4 o'clock every morning. It sucks. Ooh, yeah, I did that for a while. Yeah. I do. I get up about 4.30. Pulling 10, 11 hour days. It's it's great. Yeah, I was uh, screaming and yelling at some friggin' Russian trucker that wanted to pay his bill last night till like 11 o'clock at night. Well, I was up to... I got, I got an emergency call last night. You called the cops on me. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, they, wow. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Did they do anything? No. <laughs> what are they gonna do? No, I call <laughs> you. I tell them to go back to your friggin', you know, the Eastern Block. That you know, that you're not an honorable guy because you won't pay your bill. Right. You know, he called us out. We go out there, and then he, then he doesn't want to pay the bill. I was like, well, that's ain't how it works, dude. Exactly. Call yeah. the police. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, go ahead, call him. There's a friggin' sheriff's my uncle. I don't care. <laughs> but don't ever break down here again because your truck will probably never leave. Um, the sheriff's actually my cousin, Brandon Barnes. That's well, this cousin. wasn't in this county, and I oh, was completely okay. lying. I mean, this friggin'. <laughs> this friggin'. Logan's like, oh, yeah, he is my uncle. Boris Velskoski or whatever his name nah. was has no idea who I am or whatever. I didn't care, but I can't wait right. to call the cops. You know, like, what are they going to do? <laughs> he called me a dirty Russian. <laughs> Oh man, no, but um, keep the if I I guess the best advice is if you're gonna duck hunt, put your time in as a as a refuge hunter first, you know, and then work your way up to being a blind hunter. I guess it makes you appreciate that luxury a little more. That's how I think. I I do too. Um, what well, is a total luxury too? I mean, it's not like in, in the rice. It's not like every day is awesome. It's no. just, but it's easy. It, it's, it's easy. easy and you're not and it's access you know you're getting exactly. on you know you're going to be there exactly. at time. it's not like ah oh, man if we got a good enough number hopefully nobody shows up it ain't right. like that so well, I call it sweat line for a reason because yep. you're sitting exactly. there and you're, and you're counting everyone and you're like alright they call this number is anyone walking up there okay right. good they're, they're out they're out we're, yep. we're exactly. one closer exactly but we have you know a lot of guys in our club that are older you know they got mm-hmm. you know expendable income so they came into it later in life and they didn't have to do that. 
that's okay too exactly you know what i mean because it's like i can't imagine being a mid-30s guy getting going on this thing and like i'm gonna go out there with this friggin' knucklehead and try to outrun him to the no way spot. right <laughs> so i understand it i just those type of guys i hope they appreciate because like in my opinion the way he's doing it coming up is the way to do it you exactly know I mean? you know eventually one day you'll be able to you know get a blind mm-hmm. it sounds like you've got a good spot with that future father-in-law you got so oh yeah it's yeah. nice yeah. <laughs> it's nice always looking for an angle john <laughs> <laughs> but hey, whatever you can do to get on a duck hunt i just say do it but make sure it's the right way and it's the responsible way and it's the safe way i guess but if you're gonna do it pursue it with everything you got if you love it i guess because so. yeah well that's what we've done I mean, oh, yeah. we, we throw everything at it. Exactly. Well, and Robert even so more so than me, because he, him and another guy started our club. You know, I'm lucky enough to be a part of it. You know, Mason's the one that, you know, is even how I know Robert. You're going to tell me how to get into that, to what, what it's going to cost me. And maybe it'll cost you a lot, dude. Hey, <laughs> it'll I, cost you a lot, I, man. You're not getting the, I'm you're right. getting the teenage rate, dude. The teenage <laughs> rate's so expensive. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine, but I've been, I want to, I want to start I guess when I make decent money as a young adult, I feel like I could do that, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of, there's just a love for me at least is still hunting the refuge. It's just like kind of just a drive that it gives to me, you know, like you got to like get out there and it's kind of an adrenaline rush to fight for your spot. Then they yeah, get, you're not, yeah, you're 19. Right. This is, mm-hmm. yeah, you got freaking testosterone. Doing, doing yeah. the flashlight wars. Oh, yeah. call it Star Wars land out there. Yeah. You got guys, you got to shine all your lights at all these different guys. All the lights blink now, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody gets too close to your spot. With time, shoot time comes, you get them a little peppered, and they'll move. And there's a, there's a, there's a whole certain way to do it nowadays. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty shitty when I was out there, but like, it's got to be even worse. Well, and the, yeah. but, but now, I mean, Dude, just the gear in my lifetime, the gear has gotten so much better. Remember when it rained? It didn't matter what jacket you had. Mm-hmm. You're getting wet. <laughs> yeah. And there was no, like, official carts. Like, I, I would take, like... Baby strollers, like, the yeah, jogging strollers. Yep, yep. and I, I think I had a little, like, a red wagon I would pull out there. And just you know what? I used <laughs> one, I guess, half the season before I made my decoy cart. Those little like what those red whatever those red wagons are yeah. those um red flyers yeah took one of those put some mud tires on it and then I built like a box on it and I threw all my decoys and shit all on that and that's what I hauled out there for half the season that's and cool. it fucking it worked camoed it out and everything I mean that shit worked yeah, I bought a deer cart you know they have deer yeah. carts yeah. I bought one of them and then I modified it right to fit your jet sled on and then put a it was a two wheel deal and right. I put a one wheel in the front and then I made mounts to where my jet sled just fit right, right on it I still got it I use it if I go out there but I seen a guy with a wheelbarrow one time <laughs> dude that's some redneck shit yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool though man you can fit a lot of stuff in wheelbarrow mm-hmm. was it one of them good metal blue industrial ones or was it, it like was it, it could have been but he had it all toolied out i mean he probably took some fake toolies and spray painted them fuckers on and that's like, not a bad idea wheelbarrow you can fit yeah. stuff in there yeah. dude i remember that gray lodge that road one time walking back to the parking lot and uh, my my uh, decoy car. It was the the jogger stroller edition, yeah. you know, where I just mm-hmm. bungee corded the freaking sled to it, <laughs> and uh, the mud was just oh, yeah, up on that. Yeah. Yeah. dude. Oh, and so I just end up dragging everything yeah. I have, and my my legs are just on fire. Oh yeah, and your boots are doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, everything's mucking up. By the time you get back to the truck, dude, you're first off, you're soaking wet. Oh yeah, because none of the none of the gear worked. Yeah, like your jacket was right. waterproof for twenty minutes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you know you're you're done hunting is like mediocre haul so it wasn't that good and yeah. by the time you get back to your truck you're just like you you like just you're like in tears yeah you know oh, not yeah. like literally but you know yeah, you're just, oh, yeah, like, just you're done you're yeah. done you're like dude i uh, i'm never hunting again <laughs> john <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, luckily <laughs> you and I don't talk like that. We do know folks that do, not us. I'm throwing my gun in the water. <laughs> <laughs> they can have it. Right. There's, there's always some of those days, though, you know, you get, especially on a pretty shitty shoot day. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. But, like you said, it makes you appreciate it the does. good days. It does. And it's all it is, you know. It's just one yeah. of those. For me, at least, it's probably the happiest. It's probably finding my happy place you know everybody's got to find their happy place i think for me it's sitting 
in the raining and miserable cold watching ducks fly and pulling the trigger. That's pretty cool, man. We all love it. Well, now it's not even that miserable. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. It's, it's a lot just, more tolerable. Exactly. You got all your waterproof shit on and waterproof. I remember it was probably 12 years ago. We had a place in Lincoln. It was ran by this friggin' cokehead loser. And uh, anyway, it was a big storm weekend, and I, I brought a little shed out there. I didn't want a trailer. I brought a shed. <laughs> <laughs> like a my, tough shed? I called it my duck shack. I got a picture in it. It was just it was a box. My buddy helped me make it. And uh, anyway, I was planning on staying the whole weekend out there. And uh, it was storming Saturday. Supposed to be a good day. Didn't shoot shit. Nothing. Yeah. The hat and I was right. like, yeah. dude. And I'm sitting out there, a different blind. The blind was leaking. So I'm sitting in water in the blind. <coughs> and uh, anyway, I'm sitting there and it's, it's the sun come out. It's nothing's flying. And I'm like, why the hell do I even do this? All this effort. I built this friggin' shed that I'm living in for the weekend. I haven't fired my gun once. Why am I doing this? A little bit later. Here comes a, like a friggin' mallard just cupped up like straight in and smoked it. Only duck I shot all weekend. I, but I mean, once I did that, it just went light switch. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. I'm happy again. Went back to the friggin' little shack. Hung out. Friggin', you know, it just, it's crazy how that works. And I don't know why I remember that. But I mean, I remember I didn't shoot shit. I shot that one bird all weekend. It was supposed to be some banger storm coming in. And it didn't work out. I think some of the earlier on seasons when it was still a little warm at Grey Lodge, like warmer in November, you get a little warmer day. Yeah. The foggy mornings were on fire. I mean, you were shoot. I mean, I couldn't see a bird unless it was from me to your garage right here. Yeah. But it was you. We shot. I shot a lot one time that day. That was pretty cool. That yeah. is cool. And it, it makes it. It's a little more challenge too when it's just foggier than shit. You know, you can hear them. You can hear them flying. You can't fucking see them until they're right on your face. Though. According to Brad, there's a technique, yeah. and you can freaking call them in. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try. Yeah, we're gonna have to try. This Brad I mean, guy's got to come on here and. Tell us all about that. Oh, he that. was. He did oh, last oh, week. That's right. Yeah, that's you right. should listen right. to the show, I asshole. You know. Oh, well, I then did. you should know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking <laughs> about. God damn it. <laughs> all right. We're going to delete this and kick you off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a test on if you're listening. Loyalty <laughs> test. Yeah. Are you, are you listening <laughs> to our I've been, podcast? I've been listening since the first fucking podcast. Really? I have. Every single Monday that it comes out. The first one really sucked. Wait, they're all good in my opinion. It's about duck hunting. That's what you get horny over for. It's great. Yeah. No, yeah. I, it's been a good time. And, and now, uh, you know, thanks to Superior, we have some good equipment. We're able to get guests on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's only going to get better. Yeah. And like I say, Sal's got us on iTunes now. That's and awesome. he's, he's finishing up our logo. Uh, this logo's going to be badass. We're thinking about, oh, we still got to discuss it, but... Uh, we're thinking about going to the duck days, the mm. duck calling competition, and getting a booth. Really? Yeah, have That'd some swag awesome. there. Maybe do a uh, a live show out there. The only thing is, John, I don't know if you took this into consideration, but normally we scout for Dove that weekend. We're gonna have to think about that. Well, I mean, I think we can make it work. Yeah. Well, if you guys need some help, you got my number. I'm always, yeah. I'm down to do whatever. Keep right. this We're gonna make you alive. scout. Yeah, we and then we're going to tell you that we changed our mind, but we're still going <laughs> to go. <laughs> I forgot about that, but we could scout Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. We could scout Sunday. I mean, scouting for Dev is not that big of a deal. You just want to see where, mm-hmm. where the, the thing food, is where the we're not going to be able are. to go early and yeah. do it. I'm going to go out there and check it out beforehand. I want right. to see what they planted. But the way this winter was, I want to see what their plan was. Dude, they better plant in these refuges. They better. Yeah. The only thing is the late as late as we had weather i don't know they'll probably might use that as an excuse but no, i think we can make it work i will see uh, if we got our logo done we got a little bit of swag we can pedal uh we're thinking about it go out there meet people oh we might record a couple little yeah skits with folks yeah that'd be fun but it'd be fun you know i mean i haven't heard the word swag in a long time it's uh, now called drip well, I don't know. Well, I know what the drips are, man. I, uh, I'll never call it that. <laughs> no. You got some drippy gear. That's what all this. I've never. I don't say that a lot, but I hear it all the time. Really? Yeah. They they all call it. You got some good drips, I guess. These freaking kids. Man. I know. Fucking. I'd much. I. I don't know. For me, I've never been like one to really bond with kids my age even when i was little i always wanted to like be with the adults and hear about what they had to say because I, I just feel like they were so much better especially in like 
my generation just sucks. Someone just say it straight up. Like, they, we just suck. Uh, you, you know, that's I, good of you. Yeah. My daughter's a new generation. She's going to go fight for your freedom here shortly. So. Well, I never said all of us. I'm yeah, just saying, if you look yeah. at the whole big picture, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, our parents said the same thing, and their grandparents mm-hmm. said the same thing. But, yeah, I, I as a society as whole, like, old people suck now, well, too. First off, John's only 27. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what happened when you're a decent mechanic. He's <laughs> a rough life, dude. He's, he's just celebrated his 27th <laughs> birthday. There you go. <laughs> What, twenty-seven and times by two? Nice try, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, well, I guess yeah. we're about done. I got to take another leak yeah, and yeah, a beer. Yeah. I think that's it. This but is a decent two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming good. on. It's been yeah, a good I time. Hope you guys right? have me on again. I got yeah, whatever you want. We'll give you some swag and we'll get it and you can share it with all your bullet-ridden <laughs> buddies, you know. I think I'm the only one with long hair, I'm going to be honest. Really? That's yeah, very common now. Just I, for the girls, though. The, girls well, the chicks it. seem to like it. I agree with that. Hey. Uh, so, it, it's good. But I, I couldn't grow one if I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough hair. <laughs> yeah, I could. I just, uh, I like the pompadour, man. My grandpa, he's got the, um, he's got the bald on the top of the head and the long in the back. <laughs> yeah, you might be on the tear system. <laughs> yeah, you might have just landed yourself right on there, buddy. He's um he's a machinist, so that's cool. That's yeah. a cool job. My first job actually welding welding there at a machine shop. Oh, awesome! So, but yeah, no, I do appreciate you guys having me, and hopefully, there's more of these. And yeah, thanks for listening. Got a lot of and things coming to say on. If you want yep. more? Yeah, yeah, we'll so. talk to you again at some point. Once we get into the season and stuff, we'll do oh, a little yeah. updates oh, with yeah. all T- our. Ready Tell your flat build buddies. Yep, yep. <laughs> there's, a, there's a little curve in this. A little a little bit. Bit. I can't go super flat. I gotta have a little curve. Yeah, Sharon or your hat same way. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way. Yep. So now, yeah. yeah, we'll talk to you and just oh, you know, yeah. let your uh, other, you know, idiot friends know, and we'll keep doing oh, this. Oh yeah, but sounds good, sir. So it was nice having you yeah, on, thank and. You. Uh, so. I'm curious to see how you're going to do this next season. We'll oh, talk. Yeah. We'll have an update with we'll, you. We'll be in contact a lot. Oh, yeah, for so sure. I got sure. Charles' number. We'll keep talking back and forth, getting into this stuff, maybe helping you guys, whatever you want, need. Yeah, yeah, so. we love slave labor. So. Oh, yeah. That's uh, true. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, over-promise and under-deliver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. Isn't that usually how it works? Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll bring you out on the best day. All you got to do is... Gonna spread these, you know, fourteen bales of rice straw down the check. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's hundred and two degrees out in early October. <laughs> so. But all right, I guess we're at the end of it. Uh, been a good time, and we will talk to you all next week. Anybody uh, else got anything to say? Nope. No. Nope. All, right. all right. See y'all. Talk to you next week. Later. See ya.